here, right? <laughs> Everyone, T here. This is episode 92 of the End AIDS series that I began December 1st, World AIDS Day 2021. And it is Southern Time Productions uh, funding drive 58, day 58 since I started that, January 3rd. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> and it's uh, uh, March 2nd, 2022. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, today's been... Um, busy, really busy. I uh, last night, I got another. Um, met, I got an email from LinkedIn that another person applied to my CFO position, Chief Financial Officer for Southern Time Productions. And um, and uh, and so I said, oh, okay. And so I thought, well, maybe I should check to see the other applicants because they they only notify me if there's good fits. But I was under the impression they give you, you can have like questions, make up questions that they have to fit. If they don't, then they don't even bother notifying you. That was my understanding. But a lot of these candidates, they clicked off what I wanted, especially the one question, are you able to, have you had experience getting investment? Can you get my company investment, basically? And, uh, and so I interviewed six people today and uh, two tomorrow. And um, yeah, already today had one really good one. One, so let me say, so it's it's interesting. The business world is so interesting, and now it's I'm getting into the financial world, and that's a whole different story. So it's a learning curve for me. Um, but um, yeah, and these people were different levels of their career. First guy I talked to was like 62 years old, and uh, and he was in Ecuador. And he wanted to get the hell out of Dodge. I guess Ecuador is having, you know, um, problems with their governance there. I think they're getting a little authoritarian. So he wants to come to Canada. But hey, buddy, it's pretty authoritarian here now, too. You know, it's we haven't felt the bite and the pain that they do on a daily level. The de most of the developing world, to one degree or another, feels that, right? So it's like doesn't mean we all should feel that way. Why can't they have the safety and security and freedom of speech that we have in the first world or have enjoyed for 70 years, right? So, um, you know, so like, since World War II, right? So, uh, you know, that's why should we, why, you know, like equity, so the people who have, have a good um, uh, should come down here to meet them halfway. Why can't we raise everybody up, right? Raising everybody up, like there might it'll, go, it'll vibrate, it'll go down like this. But if the strong will, we can maintain our standard of living while we raise up the developing world. Is how I see it. Why not, right? It depends on what you put your will into. And um, so, anyways, and he he has answered that he could. I uh, so I asked him the question, like, how soon do you think he could get? that seed, the um, lead investor, the first investor. Because once you get one investor, it's easier to get the others, but it's getting difficult to get that first fish, right? And uh, and um, how long would it take you? And he said he was confident, and you know, I tend not to trust confidence um, so much anymore, because people can bluff, right? But he seemed to have good, a lot of experience in the financial world, um, and, uh, he had connections internationally, um, so he uh, he said one to two months that he probably could get the first investor with money in the bank. Um, and then I uh, talked um, to another guy here in, uh, in Toronto, 
um, he's looking to switch jobs because um, the culture of that company isn't has changed to it's, it's not it's not a place he wants to spend his you know um, 12 to 16 hours a day at right that's that's what these what I found out you know guys this high up on the financial world ladder they work long hours like 80 hours a week that's nothing they don't work 40 hours a week like 80 hours a week you know well into their 50s right maybe even more so it's like what kind of life that is if you're going to be working like you want to be working at a company that you enjoy spending most of your day at right with people around and people who don't lie cheat and steal right so um yeah and um, he, he said that he does things from his work experience. It all depends on your work experience. So how long you've been and how many, um, I'll get to that in a second, but he's sort of a middle rung. Um, he, uh, he's, he's gone investment, worked on teams that got acquired investment in the earliest following procedural, the way to do it, right? According to their experience, right? They had to follow the legal and financial rules and it would take two to three months, um, uh, so to, to get that and then um, and then uh, and there was people on the lower end of the ra I had one guy who who lied who's he said that he 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 clicked off that he could get investment who had experience getting invest investment for companies uh, and I asked him and he said no I haven't <laughs> so he maybe did that by mistake or you know and so there's that button but the one really good guy I talked to from Lebanon and um, I talked to two guys from Lebanon one one guy the first, one one guy lower on the ladder about midway um, he uh, the second guy I talked to he's um, he's in Lebanon and he wants to get out there because he, he lived in in Toronto um, for five years back in the 2000s and uh, now his kids are, you know, he wants to get out of Lebanon because it's too insecure in Lebanon. And he wants them, and he had good, he went to York University here, so he had good education. He thinks they should get the same education, so he's looking for jobs in Toronto. And um, he said that, yeah, you don't want money from, he doesn't think that his connections in Lebanon, that he would not be able to get connections in Lebanon, but he could get them in Canada, I think by again sort of doing the procedural way of financial and government laws and stuff and I forget if he told me how long he would be able to get funding but anyways then the other guy from Lebanon this guy had worked internationally he, he's worked in Canada he's never lived here but he's flown to Calgary in Calgary Alberta several times for a company but he's worked in cross sectors, worked with those Saudi oil barons and United Arab Emirates, and um, you know, and he's worked with government government in Lebanon and with the government rules there, and he knows how the system works. And he really, really cool guy. Just having a conversation with me, really liked my idea. It was a sense I got, and he thought he loved people with big ideas, and he said he. Um, he, I don't think I asked him how fast he would do it. I did ask, and I didn't. I did another bad mistake in business. I, um, I, near the end of the conversation, I, I said, uh, "So, how long do you think?" I, I told him that I want. I gave him an ultimatum, basically, bad thing to do. Don't do. Give somebody higher up in you than you in the business world an ultimatum. 
there like laughing at you. you're the one to give me the ultimatums <laughs> i think you have this backwards sonny so um so uh, i said that i wanted to choose my cfo by uh this coming monday in five days and he's like he's like cfo <laughs> it was like <laughs> like he didn't understand the terms like yeah you nuts buddy you know and then he, he went he gave me the courtesy went in like two or three minutes talking about um, the process that he the due diligence that it would take him he said uh, you know I can have an answer uh, like my thoughts give you my thoughts on what we, we can do like he, he can't say how how soon or, or, or how long it will take to get investment he has to do due diligence first and I really like that and uh, so he said that you know I'll, uh, probably in about 10 days he can give me my answer so in a week and a half um, I uh, well, know if this guy might be the CFO, you know, if he if he can get it, because he said that, and he said contrary to the other guy in Lebanon, lower down the ladder, um, that yeah, like he didn't have any contacts in Saudi Arabia and the United Emirates because it's they're not used to Western culture, right? These they they like the Saudis just were allowed to listen to music in the last year or two before they, like like alcohol not in hardcore Islam not supposed to drink alcohol I think in all Islam you're not supposed to drink alcohol I don't know I don't know the religion at all to be honest um, then from the cursory stuff um, but that and and like Saudi Arabia women couldn't drive until like five years ago and uh, and they could not listen to music they thought music was from Satan it's like God so he, he, that was the guy on the lower lower rung of the ladders understanding that no Saudis these people in this area of the world would not invest in it but this guy higher up on the ladder he said actually Saudis would because they pose that very fact that they only started listening to music a year or two ago so they're interested in new things and they want they want to hear what the West best the West has to offer you know as like I was telling to my wife yeah a lot of Saudi families have sent their kids to studying universities in the West. And so when they get here, they're notorious as being hardcore partiers because they never got to do that back home, right? So <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but that's the rumor I heard. And um, and uh, and so, you know, maybe, you know, they, they'd probably, this rumor bill in Saudi Arabia, I'm just imagining here, that they're like, oh, you know what they do in the West? Oh, my God, this music, this music. So I want them to say, it's like, oh, it's a Southern time band. Wow, look at this. That sounds so cool. It's like a merger of the classic rock in the late 60s and early 70s in the West and and um, and Muse and Radiohead and all the classic rock throughout the ages, but in the you know, 21st century form. 21st century, 21st century social classical will be our genre that we create. Anyways, talk to you later, guys.